Thank you very much. My name is Ayoti. This is Eagle Striker, the home of Nigerian footballers. We have another guest for us today. We have a Super Eagles legend and a footballer that I'm sure a lot of you on our channel are very familiar with now at this point. Please introduce yourself to our Super Sam. Hey, my name is Sam Soje, ex-footballer, ex-Nigerian national. Yes. So, Super Sam, thank you once again for um, honoring us with your presence on our channel. Um, so, first of all, I want to ask you this question about, you know, the grassroots part of your phase. Um, when you were chasing that dream, when you're chasing that goal, that you had it in your mind that I want to be a footballer, um, what are the biggest challenges or one or two of the biggest challenges that you faced um, in terms of just taking that step towards being a professional footballer? Um I think I grew up in a home where uh, sports was really encouraged. Uh, I was lucky enough to have a couple of brothers who did sports. My older brother who played football. So, so it wasn't as bad for me, even though my parents wanted me to go to school. Um, as normal African parents. But yeah, I knew I had talent. You know, it was something. Remember when I, I found out that I wanted to be a footballer and then I ended up playing football. So was there anything that made you doubt the possibility of your dream coming true because like you said you know you have footballers who have kind of paved the way for you but one thing about life is that everybody's path in life is different so even if you have 10 footballers that are your brothers yeah. it does not mean that you're surely going to be a footballer so was True. there anything that created just some kind of element of doubt in your mind even with all this support? no even though like to answer your question even though you have uh, 10 million brothers that, that wants to be a footballer if you're not good enough you're not good enough you know even though you're good enough if you don't have it you might not make it but as i said to you before you know so many times i spoke to you and growing up i, I was a little bit arrogant about my ability I was, a, I was a bit arrogant about myself uh, in a very good way, in a very good way. So, um, no, I didn't have any doubts. From a very young age, I knew I am who I wanted to be. I thought I should be playing in Real Madrid when I was like seven years old. So <laughs> I, I had that kind of arrogancy about uh, my ability. And I, I, and I was pretty good. I was pretty good. Uh, and that made me uh, feel I could do it. So I had no doubt at all. I knew where I wanted to be. Uh, I probably... Uh, before I should be more than where I was. But yeah, I, I was there brilliant when I was playing younger. Uh, I was very good. I, I grew up in a town where football was bread and butter, which is worry in Nigeria. So I really, even though I was born in London, I grew up in a very hard city. But yeah, growing up was, um, I had a little, a little bit of arrogance about my ability, so I didn't have any doubts. Okay, my next question for you. Um, the day that you signed that first professional contract, you know, um, one thing that we know is that everybody's, I've said the feeling, you know, for most people is largely the same, you know, joy, happiness, that kind of stuff. But how did you um, react? You know, what did you do? Who did you call? Did you celebrate? You know, how did you react when you signed that first professional contract and you had achieved this dream, this goal of becoming a pro footballer? When I do interviews, I try to, um, you know, that a little bit, so I, I, I don't sound over arrogant, you know. But football's over now, yeah. So I try to like seduce it a little bit, so so it, it doesn't come out wrong. But from a very young age, like I said before, um, I thought I should be pro since I was 12 years old. So it wasn't a big deal me signing it, it deal. And the way I went into uh, being a professional, um, it was already late for me. I I, I was going to be a professional 10 years ago. So so when I signed the deal, I didn't need to call anyone. I knew I, this is where I want to be. 
and and it was a good uh, step for me. But I ain't gonna lie to you. The happiest time of my life, of my career, was when I first signed that that, that uh, professional contract because then you know people pay money to come and watch you play, and now you want to be a professional, and and it, it just showed that my hard work has paid off. But to answer your question really quick, is um, it, it wasn't a big deal. It, it was more of a it's about time for me, you know. So so <laughs> I'm trying not to be too arrogant though. But you know that that was really. I like, it was. I, I like it. I like the arrogance for sure. <laughs> yeah, I have no issues. Other people might have issues, but personally, I have no issues. I hope they don't. I hope they don't. <laughs> okay. Um, now, being a professional footballer, you know, what would you say was the um, lowest moment of your career? I think you've told me before, but for the purpose of this, you know, interview, or well, maybe I'm wrong, you know, what would you say was the moment where, you know, you, you got to a point in your career and you just felt like, not, not that everything was going away or whatever the case may be, but you just felt like, oh, now I have a lot of work that I need to do all over again, you know, to get myself to the point where I was before. Yeah, um, I, I think I've told you before, uh, people will be surprised. Things that happened in my career that people will think, oh, it must be that. But no, I think it was when I got injured. I think it was when I got injured. I think when I got injured, I got injured early. And I, I thought I would have gone all the way, uh, proper all the way. But my injury came so early, but I still played another eight to ten years uh, with the injury. But yeah, I will say the downside of my career, regardless of what happened, I won't be who I am today if what happened in my career didn't happen. So, so I'm, I'm pleased, I'm delighted for what, everything that happened. But I think the downside was definitely when I got injured there on my knee, uh, it made me not uh, really push to get to where I really want to get to, especially not playing too many games for my country. Um, I didn't like that, but it was down to my injury. Mm. And for you, um, how did you help yourself to overcome that phase? You know, I mean, injuries are physical, but we know that for yeah. footballers, they can also have that mental, you know, mark that yeah. leaves on you. So just very quickly, how did you overcome that injury? I think you, I, I think you just answered the question. I was no no joke in dates. I'm I'm mentally tough, very very tough mentally, and I think that was what helped me. I thought you know um, if, if if I'm going to do it, I'll do it properly. So I trained harder, you know, stayed in the gym more, uh, trained legs more, and I really wanted to play. And I went on to play for eight years. So yeah, I was really really mentally strong. I am still, you know, uh, growing up in a very tough home. A, a tough place and having so many brothers in a big house, you have to be mentally strong. So yeah, what got me through uh, that downside was mentally, I'm tough. I'm still tough mentally now. So I, I think that, that helped me. Mm, amazing to hear. And um, what would you say was the highest moment in your football career, your playing days? You know, the moments that if, if, if you know, somebody, God, whatever the case, came and said you have to remove everything that you've done except one thing that was still in the record book, what was that one thing that you will make sure everybody still remembers? Um, just the kind of player I was. Just the kind of guy I was. You know, I, I, I was a never-say-die kind of guy. And I think, I, I think no, no matter what you do, um, you can't take it away from once you mention my name people will always um, tell you about the way I played I played like it was, it was always my last game people always tell you that and I think that's what uh, people remember me of and I think um, it goes down to the way I live my life now because at the end of the day um, things happen and it depends on how tough you are and I think that's how I play my game the way I live my life is the way I play my, my football and I, I'm not even going to push anyone to remember me that way I think that's how they're going to remember me tough guy you know never say die never give up and never gave up. You know, I just kept going uh, until the last day of my career. And I think that's how I'm going to live my life and that's how people are going to remember me. 
Amazing. And my final question for you, and I put this question for you because I know that you're someone that is still involved, you know, in different things after playing football. Um, so I want to phrase this a little bit different. How do you get yourself to continue to dream even after playing football? Because, you know, at some point, to be a professional footballer was your main dream, was what you wanted to yeah. achieve. And then you got to that stage. And some people get to a stage and they settle. You know, they feel like, oh, I've, I've arrived. You know, what else is there for me to do? How do you get yourself to continue to dream even after achieving one goal? It's tough. Uh, life outside football is tough, especially when you play to the highest level. Uh, it's really hard to, to leave football and say you, you want to do something. But just the way you asked the first question, what was my downside? I feel my downside turned out to be very good to me because I, I got injured really quick. So I knew... Um, not long not long now, I'll stop playing. So I started planning for what I, I was going to do. And I always tell every player that still plays, young players, you have to find something that, you know, interests you, like the way you love football. And I think I found something that I like. And I, uh, and that's how I, I managed to, uh, you know, get my life after sport together. But yeah, um, it was what happened to me that, that looked like it was a bad thing. It turned out to be a blessing because it, it made me plan earlier enough to be able to know what I was going to do after football. Went back to school, went back to ed educate myself about what I want to be because of my injury. So um, I wouldn't say I have any downside because my downside has turned out to be um, good side to me. Yeah, amazing. Thank you very much for that answer. And then final, finally, this is not a question, but for anybody that's watching this video that has a goal, that has a dream, you know, that has something that they would like to achieve whether in football in life yeah. in school you know what's your advice to them what's your message to them that's that's why i i do now i i, I talk to a lot of um, um young kids whether in sports whether in football in school i always tell them um you you have to be realistic about who you are you know everyone wants to be messy everyone wants to be um, the richest man in the world, but you have to be realistic of who you are. And, and, and when you're realistic about who you are, you, you, you drive towards that direction, you become the best that you can be and not someone else and not someone you plan to be or someone you, you dream to be. You'll be yourself. So, so the advice to young kids or young people growing up, be realistic. Be realistic of who you are. You know, if, if you're very good in academic, do that. If you're very good in doing something else, do that. Don't let someone else tell you who you are and you just have to push never give up because nothing comes easily so it's up to you to to push and I, I know it's not easy so i'm not saying this because i've got that attitude i'm saying this you know for yourself to be able to dig in deep and, and make sure you know who you are you know i'm not messy i'm not ronaldo but I, i'm a professional footballer i'm sam soje so i've ended up to be sam soje and i think that's the best advice i can give young kids Thank you very much for that advice. I think it's amazing, Super Sam. And thank you very much for your time as well and for joining and taking part in this campaign. I really appreciate it. Always a pleasure talking to you. Always a pleasure.